sweet Subway sandwiches. And that was not a commercial or an endorsement for Subway. I just felt like saying it. Three S's. Sweet Subway sandwiches. Uh Uh-huh. Feels good. Uh, But nothing feels better than the guest I have today on our special podcast here today. Uh, We have a special friend on the special podcast. Uh, My friend Corky, David Keckner is here. Uh, One of the stars of Anchorman and the upcoming Anchorman 2. Uh, He's on the show The Office. You've seen him in many, many movies. Uh, Just a hilarious, funny guy. Stand-up comedian, uh, improv artist, actor. David Keckner, my special guest. The whole show with some bonus people on the Harlan Highway! Welcome to the Harlan Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harlan Highway. Hey-oh! I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth! (laughs) Many years of therapy. Many, many, many. Fucking years of therapy. And I will kill you. Listen, lame brain. Let an expert show you how to do this. The Harland Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Harland Highway. Hey, everybody. This is Harland Williams, and you are on the Harland Highway. And uh, what a treat. Today, I have uh, a special guest. Andy brought his posse with him. So I'm going to pluralize that. It's special guests with a Z. Uh, my special guest today, and he's here the whole show, unless it gets out of control and I roll him out the front door of the studio. Uh, he's a hilarious comedian. He's a hilarious actor. Uh, we're going to talk about his body of work and probably his body, too, uh, during the podcast. Uh, you've seen him in Anchorman. He's coming up in Anchorman 2. Ladies and gentlemen... David Keckner is here. Hello, Harland. How are you, buddy? How are you, guy? You look very summery. Well, it's so hot. This might be the hottest day of the year, folks. Right? Are, are you wearing like the J.C. Penny like summer stuff? It's were you part a... of the collection. Yep, Sansa belts, shorts. Oh, what's what are those shoes? They look like cranberry or something. Uh, those are some cranberry loafers. They're very comfortable. <sighs> were you golfing or just? Strolling? I'm going right after this. Wow. So you could, with those shoes, you could go from golfing to strolling down a boardwalk, even. Yeah, yeah they'd work uh, on a boat. They could be great deck shoes. Oh. Uh, actually, I've worn them as, as formal wear, wear as well. Where? To a function? To uh, several functions. Funerals, mostly. Oh, cranberry loafers at a funeral. You, that's got to be a good funeral. It's hard to stand out at a funeral, though, right? And you want to be subtle. So people, most people are looking down anyway. They don't want to yeah. make eye contact. Right. You get in a lot of great conversations. A lot of great conversation. Hey, sorry about your dad. Great loafers. Like that type of thing? <laughs> yeah, that's usually what happens. Well, hey, let's not be rude. You brought a posse brought with some, you. You're like Kanye West all of a sudden. You got like a bunch of buddies here. All of Introduce a sudden, them. I got my, my buddy Noah Gregoropoulos is visiting from in town. Noah? Hello. It's uh, good to see you, Dave. Uh, good to be visiting. And I'm sorry that I wore this wool suit today. <laughs> I feel like a jackass. <laughs> Wow, a wool suit, and it's only—it's about ninety-five today. Yeah, it's going to be up to one hundred three. in the valley. Yes. Wow. I just hope that you—you you know, it's not like hair. You know, in Florida, if you have straight hair, and then it gets hot, the the 
the the hair goes all curly. I hope that doesn't happen to your wool suit. Uh, yeah, I'm already. I'm well. I'm I'm moistening it from the inside, and when the when there's a little breeze, that cools down the undercarriage. Oh, the undercarriage is that what they're calling it now? I I haven't read Penthouse form since I was 14, but the undercarriage. Okay, and let's keep going down the line. Come on, the posse. Hi, Harlan. Hey, man. Uh, I know you. Yeah, Kevin Dorf. Yes. Friend of Dave's, friend of Noah's. Ooh. And uh, also uh, visiting uh, for for a short period of time. I started my visit to L.A. four years ago, (laughs) and uh, I've really enjoyed it so far. And we know each other because you were uh, one of the writers and one of the creative forces behind uh, Conan's show, Mm -hmm. Conan O'Brien, and so... We've we've been kind of not close buddies like you and Dave, but we've been kind of acquaintances and, and by default co-workers for almost a decade probably. Yeah. We've been collaborating with, with prob- mostly without your knowledge since <laughs> 2000. So you've been doing stuff behind my back, huh? Mostly. <laughs> wow. Wow. So that's cool. What's it like? Do you pay these guys to be your posse or are they just like buddies? Why would you say that? Is that what it would take for you to hang out? Let's it not- would for me. Are these you are- kidding? I, I I suffer under the delusion that these are my friends. Oh, but isn't that isn't posse like the hip word for friends? I don't know hip words. Wow, what if you break your hip? What will you say to the doctor? Excuse me, sir, I've broke my posse. That's what I would say. Am I stupid? No, I but I am. Oh, all right. Wait, well, am I stupid? No. Are, You're the smartest guy I know. Who's stupid? Apparently here? I don't know a lot of people. How you doing? Wow. Wow, guy. <laughs> you and your J.C. Penny attitude. <laughs> it does cause an attitude. Yeah? We have, we have. Well, if you ask who's stupid, I think the doctor is for asking the patient to diagnose himself. Oh, I okay. Yeah. yeah. See? Good listener. Good listener, yeah. You got some improvisers on your hands today, Harlan. It's just not people with a, with a bunch of... One-liners at the ready. These these guys will listen. Good. This is a powwow. This is like a comedy posse powwow. Yeah. Yeah, you're dealing with people that literally never write down any of their ideas. Good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And thus rarely work. Oh, stop it. You guys, you guys are all hilarious. Well, I got a whole list of questions. I'm gonna, when I do a podcast, yep. I really push my listeners to the wall. I'm provocative. And yep. I, I, I don't just let it fly. I have questions for you yep. today, Corky. Yep. I love it. And, and then Harlan like, calls me Corky. Do you call anyone else Corky? No, but I just called you Corky by Cokie. mistake. That's because you serviced a, a nice Coca-Cola earlier. Do they sponsor yeah. the show yet? No. Well, they no. will be soon after this one. <laughs> Harlan for years has called me Corky. I don't know why either. You just came up and just popped well, out of your, your mouth. Name, your last name is so ridiculous. It's this long Polish name, Korkner or Kekner. There's no R in it. But I can't say it, so I just shortened it to Corky, which is not only easier but cuter. I wish I would have met you 25 years ago and you just said, here's one thing I got to say to you, guy. Change it. Change yeah. it to Corky. Don't you want success? Now, go. Zip up your pants and get out of the alley. Wow. Well, the alley? <laughs> wow. Behind Coco's? Corky behind Coco's. Oh, H. Williams. Right. I think I've told you this before. Yeah. Um, apparently, my, my grandfather was adopted, so I'm not even a Keckner. Oh. From the information we have, yeah. uh, his adoptive mother 
his mother, the woman who gave him up for adoption, was a Williams. So I like to pretend that you and I are related. No way. Yeah. That's cool. How you doing, brother? I'm good, bro. What's up? You're looking good. We should probably have a, have a wrestle. We should wrestle. That's what brothers do. <laughs> Damn right they do. Wow. Who loves who loves uh, who better? Like, does mom and dad love you more or love me more? Well, I think you're younger, so they probably love you more because I was the trailblazer. Oh, I don't know what that means. A tra- what do you mean a well, trailblazer? Well, the first one has the difficult time usually with the parents. They're just still trying to figure oh, it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So by, by the time they get the second, third, fourth, whatever kid, like, oh, this one's easier. Oh, this one I like. So you're like the you're the guy who cut through the jungle with the machete. Yeah. yeah. And then I just walked. I breezed through yeah. the jungle. Well, yeah. you got all the whips in your face and the bug bites yeah. and the snakes. And I cut through the tendons of their possible love and ruined it. <laughs> oh, wow. But then by the time you came along, those scars had healed. Well, let me ask you this then. Did you ever walk in on our mom and dad having whoopee? Like in, having sex? Yeah. You did? When? I guess when they were having you. Oh, and I wow. said, hold it right there. Whoa. What are you two up to? Whoa. You want more of me? And uh, it was too late. So you didn't want me. Well, I didn't know that then. But you tried to stop me being conceived is what you're telling me. What are you worried about? He's the one that was given up for adoption. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then you came back to the circle. They kept me, loser. That's right. (laughs) But it was my grandfather was adopted. But I like that we made it closer to our own genetic history. Isn't it fun that we found each other like in life? I never would have known. But if it wasn't for Hollywood and us coming back together. Right. Show business business brings people together more than a lot of people realize. Everyone thinks it's a horrible, dirty, ugly business where you can't have real friends. I think we're out to prove that theory wrong. Wow. Good wise words from the wise man. (laughs) Your older brother. All right, well, here we go, here, buddy. Here, here um, come the tough ones. This might be a bit late, but uh, do you have an opening statement for the listeners today? Uh, I, yeah, I do. I'm excited to see Harland anytime. And uh, we last saw each other back in July when we made our Instagram movie, Steady and oh, Shakes. Wow. A hit. Yeah. And so anytime I have... Uh, uh, any opportunity I have to spend time with you, I'm very excited about it. So that's my opening statement. I'm very excited to spend time with Harlan Williams. Wow. What's your middle name? For reals? For reals. Mom and Dad never told you. Never told me. Wow. Are you, are you serious? I really want to know. This hurts, man. It, that hurts? Well, I, I'm your brother, and you don't know my middle name? I, I'm not a good listener like my improviser friends. My middle name starts with an S. That's the... the Rumpelstiltskin. No, it starts with an S. Rumpelstiltskin. Okay, yes, that's it. Sally. Yes, Sally. He won't give it up to us, folks. Well, what's yours? Michael. Oh, really? Look how quick that was. Yeah. Mine's a weird one. That's why. I love weird. It's Reeser. R-E-E-S-O-R. That doesn't start with an S. R-E-E-S-O-R. Is it really? Yeah. Harland Reeser Williams? That's That's a... That's a kick-ass name. It is? It is. It's, I've never heard Reeser. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. I, I don't think any, it's any kind of name, so it doesn't have a gender attached to it, which is nice. Yeah. You can name your kid after yourself, regardless of... Yeah. Whether they're a setter or a pointer. Yeah. Uh, did you say a setter or a pointer? Uh, yeah. Like I, a dog. 
Like I def- define people by the manner in which they urinate, I guess. <laughs> oh, a my, sitter you, or a pointer? A setter. A setter. You sat down. Oh, okay. I thought you were just suddenly we're yeah. talking about naming your dog Reeser. Yeah, or a pointer. Uh, I'm going to pass this on to Kevin and, and take this jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> but with a, with a middle name like with a middle name like Reese, you're, yeah. you're in you're really in clover because you can. Uh, I know you publish a lot of uh, literature for young folks. If you ever publish a novel for adults, you can go with H. Reeser Williams. I, it's kind of, you now that you guys are pumping it up. It does sound kind of sophisticated. I love it. You do? Are you kidding? I love it. Harlan Reeser Williams? That's yeah. kick ass. I've never told anyone that before. See, really? I'm supposed to be interviewing you and getting this stuff out of you, and you turn the, the tables on me, guy. It's not turn the tables. It's I like it, though. It's deepening the bond. We're brothers for cry. Can I tell you a quick story? Please. <clears throat> so funny. The other day, I uh, <clears throat> have a, a fistful of kids, as you know. Yeah, five, and, right? Yeah. Audrey is one of the twins. She's seven in second grade this year. We... Um, go and park to walk the kids in for the first day last week tuesday and she's pulling on her backpack and it's the first day so it's double loaded down and she pulls on it hard and she exclaims jesus christ i just lost it she said jc out loud she did and then she looked at me like oh my god what came out of my mouth but i was just laughing i was like it's okay honey she didn't do it clearly mom and dad have taught that word to her, right? Because we pray so much in my house. Yeah, you do, yeah. But my God, it just got me. Jesus Christ! Wouldn't that be funny if the other kids just in unison started going, what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? You know, they, the, from Jesus Christ Superstar. Superstar, sure. Would that have been good or no? That would have been fantastic. When do I get a chance to say a good idea? Why don't you parent my kids for a while? Oh, I asked you once. I, I actually I Facebooked you once and asked you if I could borrow your family for a weekend for immigration purposes. I, I, the answer is now and always Yes. How long have you been married, wild guy? Fifteen years this past June. And you met your wife on a plane. Uh, in, yeah. Well, in the um, I guess we fell in love on the plane or whatever. But we met in the terminal, the gate, uh, before we boarded the plane. What terminal was it? You remember I the don't number? remember. Oh, see, these are the details the, that make a wife angry. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I framed the ticket and everything else, so it's probably on there. I will okay, find yeah, out. We'll be on there. Do you have a, Do you have a call in show? Uh, no. Oh. Why, do you want people to call in and ask if they saw you in the airport? <laughs> no, I was going to call in next week and let you know uh, what the ticket says. I framed the ticket and the seat and the baggage claim and all that stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, we met in the terminal. And then uh, it was a, a now defunct airline called Vanguard. And it was uh, ticketless seating. No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, assignment-less seating. So they saved me a seat on the plane. We met in the terminal, taught, chatted for a while, and uh, then they saved me a seat on the plane when she and I started flirting right away. Her brother wow. Pat was <clears throat> with us, with her, and halfway through the flight, and Lee's being very demure at the time, very quiet, and Pat's like, what's going on? This isn't like my sister. And so halfway through the flight, Pat says, Dave, are you attracted to my sister? Because, Lee, you've met your match. And I reached over and I think I touched her knee. I said, "What do you think?" And she, uh, she didn't. She just kept looking down at her magazine. And she says to this day later that uh, she said, "I know this guy's going to be around a long time because he's he's going to be my husband." 
Whoa. Yeah. She said that out loud? No, no. She was thinking that. Or was she just reading that in a magazine? It could be, but that's that's the story she tells now. Maybe she was reading about someone else's life, love life and perhaps, people. Perhaps reading a snippet from a, an H. Reeser Williams novel. Oh, 60 Shades of Play. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, uh, let's you get more questions. Oh, let's I got, get them. Dude, this is good. We're just getting going here. Um. Yeah, ticketless seating kind okay. of went out right after around nine eleven. I think that that rage kind of ended the ticketless seating. Hey, you want to go for a flight? Sure, come on in, sit down. All right, just for clarity um, and hilarity, I meant no assigned seating. Yeah, much like Southwest. But me and your friends jumped on it. You might as well. Yeah, there'll be plenty of these. We're old, not letting from you old get Kector's away with mouth. There's no shortage of gaffes. Yeah. I'm just really pleased that you have a framed Vanguard ticket that's going to be a real collector's <laughs> yeah. item someday for, you know, plain geeks and stuff. I don't, yeah, that'll be right there at the uh, Orville Wright Aeronautical <laughs> Museum. Vanguard. Is that even real Vanguard Airlines? And B, how cheap are you? I don't. I think that it may have been one of the few available flights. There, Kansas City wasn't a major hub. I mean, right now, Southwest does a lot of business there, but there weren't a lot of flights to L.A. from... Uh, I've Kansas never City. even have you even heard of Vanguard no, they're, they're Airlines? Defunct. It sounds like some kind of sealant you put on your van. <laughs> you got any more Vanguard there, Jiffy Lube? That's what they do now. So that, that's how that's how they went out of business. Wow! You should have Noah and Kevin on your podcast every week. Well, now that that you brought them up here, I don't see why not. <laughs> I'm sticking around, so I'm, I'm looking forward to next week's show. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna do it. Yeah, I love you it. Have to pay us as much as Dave does to be your posse. <laughs> oh boy, it's Arby's, Chick Fil A. Were you put off at all that you'd invited me to your podcast and yesterday we were emailing? And said, yeah. Hey, by the way, can I bring some pals? Not at all. I love it. All right. That's the thing about podcasts. It's just it's, it's anything goes. Right. I love it, dude. Right. I, w- I would have been happy if you brought four more people. Yeah, it's good to hang with bros, right? It's fun, man. It just creates more energy, and you you more you're more relaxed when you're around your posse. When <laughs> when you're when you're alone, you clench up. You're not good at one on one time. No, not with anyone. I rarely speak. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you another question, but I forgot. But you're the interviewer. Okay, well, uh, think about it, and let's go to my next question. Okay. Um, tell people why you would make a great Secretary of Defense. Secretary, why would make a great one? Can I argue against it? Well, okay. okay. Why? Well, for me, the Secretary of Defense, what I would do first and foremost is just uh, end the department and then shut down the wars. That's, oh, just close them. Like, yes. we're closed? No one's going to attack us. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I know. 9-11. Yes, I get it. That was an anomaly because we had bases in their in their countries. Yeah. If we had bases, if, if, if Saudi Arabia had military bases, say, in Texas, how do you think the people of the United States would react to that? That's right. Probably not very happy. That's right. We have military installations all over the world. Do you know how many countries we have military, military installations in, fellas? How many? I have no idea. Well, the Internet knows. <laughs> anyway, that's what I would do as Secretary of Defense. Just, shut, just shut down all wars. Yeah. But how would people fight if you did that? Oh. Right. <laughs> mm, how's that coca-cola it's coca-cola now let's shift gears here All uh right. tell people why you would make a great dance school instructor i love movement yeah 
Uh, I'm not particularly good at it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's very hard for me to learn dance. So mine would be uh, less task driven and more just of a hang. Oh, so people in like tights and ballet yeah. suits would just come and sit around on the floor and talk and stuff? Yeah, it'd be more of a hangout place, but definitely you have to. That's the only thing you have to wear oh, tights. Like a dance chit chat area. Yeah, but I'd call it dance school. So just to recap, as Secretary of Defense, he shut down the entire department. And yeah. as a dance school instructor, there'd be no technical requirement. <laughs> exactly. I like this. Right. Well, I'm not particularly adept at anything, so uh, that's probably most of the schooling you're going to get. Uh, do you watch Toddlers and Tiaras? Tiaras? No, no. My God. My... Do you watch Catch a Predator? <laughs> 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 Why are you watching what toddlers and Tierras? That's the creepiest thing you've ever said. And I can't get over it. And I thought last night with these poor, awful display of overbearing mothers that forced their children into these contests. Well, there you go, folks. There will never be a shortage of porn actresses. Oh, so this is that show where where, where parents dress their kids up to look like yes. show 40-year-old showgirls. Yes. Oh, that's creepy. It's awful. I hate it. Uh, but anyway, that's going to be part of my dance school as now, well. Now, if at your dance school, will yeah. you be wearing like a dance skin and leotards and stuff? Or real, how do you dress? Real tight. Really? Distractingly so. What color like? Just so people can know. Well, what, how many colors are in a peacock? Oh, wow. Yeah. I might wow. have I might even have fashion a a type of uh, a waistband that is peacock like. Yeah, many colored, party colored. Or like a alligator skin pattern. Ooh, I like it. Ooh, ooh. Great. Great. Well, I'm excited. Do you want to sign um, up for classes? When, what nights are they? Every night of the week. Oh, really? They're in my living room. Seven nights a week you yeah. do your dance class. I've just installed a new curriculum. I DVR all toddlers and tiaras, and we just do whatever routines they do. Oh, cool. I'm yeah. in. And I berate all the students like the mothers berate their daughters. Oh, do they get mad at their daughters oh, on yes. that show? They get short with them. Like, Come on, do it. Be better, win. They yell at the kids. Oh, they all talk about winning, and it's, it's awful. It's really disgusting. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they they really they get all over them, and then they ply them with sugary drinks, and they pump them up, and they send them out there. It, it's like it's like they're training fighting dogs or something. Oh, wow! Yeah, that would be fun to see them fight. Like put them in a little cage, and they're all dolled up, and they have to fight like pit bulls. It would it would uh, increase the level of uh, disturbing. Imagery and behavior and feelings, I guess. Yeah, that would be great. It would like be a, great. Like a four-year-old that looks like Madonna beating up a four-year-old that looks like Britney Spears. I love it. Wow. Why? Why aren't we out pitching shows today? What are we doing here? I think we just did yeah. Wildfire. <laughs> um, now let's talk about Anchorman Two, guy. This Anchor- is exciting. Everyone right. loves Anchorman. Everyone loved you and Anchorman. Just so uh, they know. You're the guy in the big white cowboy hat. What's your character's name, please? Please. Please tell the folks. Champ Kind. Champ Kind in the big white For the record, cowboy yeah, hat. Yeah, I think he wore a couple different colors, mostly gray, but they may have looked white to, to you. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but hilarious, dude. How, Thanks, now, buddy. tell us, when's it coming out, first of all? December 20, 2013. 
And how excited are you? Because it's I'm, it's it's rare when you get to do a sequel to a movie. Yeah. That's a, that's really lucky. That's great. I I, I I'm trying to contain my excitement because I know there's a lot of road to go before we get there, and I think promotion starts in November, and we're gonna be doing all kinds of press. So I'm I'm excited, but I'm trying to contain myself. Yeah. Do you think it'll be funnier than the first one, or? Right well, in the same zone. I do. I felt like the first one had great jokes in every scene. This one seemed like it's a, like in a boxing term. There's just all kinds of punches with a knockout, like a really? flurry of punches. Yeah, and every scene has a knockout as well. I, I don't even know how people can keep up. Like I'm wondering if the laughter will, and I'm being sincere. I wonder if the laughter is going to drown out a lot of jokes. I hope so, because then people pay to see it twice. Bingo. Now, can you? And I don't know if you can, but I'm going to ask a yeah. guy. Because I told you at yeah. the beginning of the show I'm provocative. Yeah. Uh, can you give us a little uh, short synopsis of your character's arc in the story? Is there is there a storyline that he has? Uh, or is it everyone kind of in the same boat together? Uh, the news team finds themselves employed by a 24-hour news channel. Like a CNN? Yeah. Yeah. That's a... Probably about as much as I'm supposed to. Okay, They're that's very fair. tight-lipped about it, and I don't want to be the guy that that's spills okay. beans and all that's that. That's in the trailer, so you haven't sure. given it. There and, you go. And, and you don't have to tell us, but mm-hmm. does your character go off on his own little arc, or do, do all the guys kind of go on the same journey together? Same journey. Okay. Same hero. Like the journey. first one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, it's remember? fun to see the news team together, I it's think. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But every now and then in these movies, you'll get one character that branches off and meets a girl or something but that was what was fun about the first one you guys were all together there might be a little bit of that in this one i guess i guess we know that uh brick's character has a love interest played by Kristen wig and it's hysterical yeah she's hilarious she's pretty amazing yeah and uh and did you did you uh have just a blast with will i mean you you guys together i've worked with both of you yeah working with the two of you together i think i'd have an aneurysm like too much funny it's it's great it really is good yeah. I mean, all of those guys. Everyone oh, everyone's yeah. great. Plus you've got McKay there throwing stuff out. It's just it was just amazing. And I, the, I I remember every day thinking, appreciate this, be here, be present. Yeah. This is wonderful. Good for you, yeah. man. That that's 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 a great attitude because I do that too when I'm on a project. Like anything I do, you know, whether it's on Conan or whether I'm doing a movie or a TV show, it's like I appreciate every moment, even when I'm at, at lunch at the craft service table. I'm like, this is this is a special time in life. Th- this stuff goes by really fast, and yeah. it's a great environment to be in. And one of the I'm producers, glad you said that. One of the producers came up to me one day and goes, "This is like Christmas every day for you, isn't it?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." How now? How long was the shoot? About how? three months, almost three months. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, Where? Like, it was in Atlanta, which was tough because I, I had to be away from the family, but I would just fly oh. home every weekend. And interestingly enough, that's the home base for CNN. Yeah. Wow. Talk about energy. But the reason they went there is because there's a 30% tax break. Okay, you just wrecked the oh, movie. Oh, come on. Did um, I? Sorry. Now, was there a lot? Now, you got it. Steve Carell, mm-hmm. you, Will Ferrell, and the other guys, Paul too. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, but I'm just—I I don't know Paul. I've never worked with him, but great guy. But but I'm assuming he's great at improv yep. too. But I got to imagine the four of you, masters of improv. Was there a lot of that going on? In, yeah, and every, will we see a lot of it in the movie? Yeah. Well, I, I, it's hard to know uh, whenever I look back what was scripted originally and then what was improvised. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, 
Coca-Cola of the Atlanta Coca-Cola. Yes, another tie-in. Another tie-in. <laughs> Kevin Dorff, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there's so much improvising going on, I don't know what was scripted anymore, usually by the time I see the end product. Plus, you've got Adam McKay, who wrote the thing and yeah. with, with Will, and is brilliant, and um, uh, is directing, and he did this thing they called Voice of God. He'd have a microphone by, by, by the director's oh, station, cool. and they've got the speakers, so he can just throw out alt lines from there. That way, you don't have to stop yeah. and go discuss things. He just throws, chucks out lines. Oh, it's just beautiful. Then you're, you're free to, like, he'll... he'll Will sometimes loosen up a new idea that you may have uh, may have had or not, and so it just it's pretty beautiful. Yeah, that's great. I actually had a similar experience. I did a, a submarine movie called Down Periscope uh-huh. with Kelsey Grammer and a bunch of funny people, and our director had a microphone too, but it wasn't really to like give us funny lines. It was just like, okay, cut. Oh no. Okay, guys, do that again. Yeah. Okay, let's pick up the pay- like. It was just like it was almost. And, we all took it like he doesn't even want to come in and oh, talk wow. to us. <laughs> this was because it's digital. You just keep rolling. This was that's right. That way you could stay in the moment, oh. keep rolling, keep going, and just go, go, go. Because you're not wasting any film. Um, oh. So yeah, it's a really it was a great bonus. It's a, such a great idea. And McKay's mind is so fertile. Were, were there any moments where you guys just had a breakdown? Yes. Where you you improvised? Was there one particular yep. moment where you guys were in a scene and everyone just broke up and yep. you had to stop? Yes, I, I don't. There's a particular scene. I, I don't know if I can say it. It's a location by the sea. Okay, and it's a house that guides boats. Yeah. at night, and there's the scene with just the four of us. And I swear to God, it was toward the end of the film. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite days ever working because no one, <laughs> no one could hold it together for any wow. time. And they were running, I think, three or four cameras that day. Oh. And I remember I kept turning and trying to twist away from the camera. And McKay said, Dave, don't worry. Just keep laughing. We're not seeing you in this. Sh- and we've got a clean shot somewhere else. So don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, right. But I bet they we use it. we were all crying. Oh, isn't that the best? Literally crying, all four of us. It was crazy. That is the best. It was man. really nice. That is, that is the funnest part of making movies when you get to that spot. Yeah. And and you got to figure if you're making Will Ferrell and Steve Carell and and Rudd laugh, yeah. and you, it's hard to make guys who are professional and and do funny all the time. Yeah, you're you're, you're so used to funny that it's hard to break break everyone up but right. for, the, for the four of you to break up uh, that must have been a, a mega it's moment just a ridiculous scene i don't even know if it's going to be in the movie but it's so oh, ridiculous i hope it has to be now or yeah, i'll, I'll walk so. out you better now will there be a blooper thing at the end do you I think don't i don't know was there in the first one uh, i think the bloopers they used in the first one were outtakes from smoking the bandit Oh really? I'm not kidding. Oh, that's that's because hilarious. it had become quite popular to put outtakes yeah. at the end of your movie, <clears throat> and so I think McKay was like, "Oh, that's why would you do that? Let's let's go counter to that, make fun of that idea." Oh. But people love that stuff. Sometimes they put them in your comedies, and you're like, "Why? That that's it? That's what you had?" Yeah. Sometimes they're not funny, or even worse, sometimes you get a blooper. And it's way funnier than the stupid scene they put in the movie. Then you're pissed. You go to the front desk. You can I have my money back. I've been duped. I've been tricked. I've been swindled here. But then you, they go, well, you, you sat through the entire movie, sir. We can't refund you now. 
You yeah, already, you already consumed the product. If you pull down your pants and pee on the counter, you usually get something back, even if it's a coupon for popcorn. How are you not in my dance class? I'm going to be there. All right. Call that's me, part of our that's, call that's me a routine. Tierra Willie. That's, that's, that's a routine we do. Wow. So give us the release date one more time for Anchorman December 20. September t- December. December 20. Did I say September? No, I did by mistake because okay. I'm so excited. Well, plus you're provocative. I'm provocative, so yeah. I'll throw dates around. Right. We're all excited. Congratulations. Thanks, H. Are you guys happy for David? Are you, oh, you, yeah, we couldn't be happier. Were you there? Were you guys at the – did you go to the set at all or anything? Uh, no. It was There was a contractual thing where we were leased out as someone else's friends during that shooting. <laughs> no, yeah, I wasn't uh, involved in it. I usually try to stay away from anything that involves a 30% tax break. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Are we going to have um, – are we going to have uh, outtakes of this podcast? Because I feel like we could That's a great idea. Really stuff. Yeah, we, we will. We will. There are going to be outtakes. Yeah, you're in one. <laughs> in fact, if you guys uh, throw a random line right now, and that'll be one of the outtakes. Uh, I'm taking this vest off. hope you guys don't mind it. Nice. Hello. And over here? This is absolutely the last time I'm waking up this early for you. Excellent. Those will be at the end. I oh, promise. that's great. Those will be at the end. I just love that there's more work for you because you've got to dig through the center of your your show and find those and put them at the end. There is going to come a time, I think, when there are some scripted outtakes and goofs. Like someone cynical enough to do that, I think, if it yeah. hasn't already happened. So like, all right, great, get, great job, guys. That's a wrap on the movie. Now we've got to do some of these fake outtakes to put under the credits. Yeah. I'm expecting that will happen. That, that's going to happen. Like do that one more time, because we got a little we got a little air conditioner. Home. Little problem with audio there. Perfect. See, perfect. It's a good posse, huh? Uh, by the way, I want to remind you guys, and you guys can get in on this too. Uh, every time I have a guest, yes, your posse is amazing. You have a wonderful posse. Thank you. It's one of the nicest posses I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, it's a tight posse. It's a tight posse. You, you, it's a re- you guys make a real tight posse. <laughs> um, now, just so you guys... It's perfect. I mean, it's it's small. It's tight. It's tight. And it's, because it's so hot, it's kind of sweating a bit. It's moist. It's moist. You should see us lynch a rustler. Wow. Cowboy talk. <laughs> wow. Lynch a rustler. Wow. Hey, better than cowboy posse. You don't get that a lot, huh? No. You see us get tangled in barbed wire. Do you have any cows up here on this mountaintop? I have deer. I have deer. That's my close s- enough for us. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I was going to say, uh, every time I have a guest on yep. the show, we do a game, mm-hmm. and that'll be uh, towards the end of the podcast. And today's game is called Too Soon or Not Too Soon. All right. It'll be four questions. Uh, you'll be put to the test, and uh, we'll get to that in just a little bit. That's right. coming up. But for now... Uh, David Keckner, Corky, what's the worst thing you've ever stepped on? And um, everybody's stepped on in a pile of poo or on a nail, on a catfish, a sea urchin. I mean, everybody has a stepped on story. Okay. What uh, What is the worst thing, David Keckner, you have ever stepped on? Um, I once, when I was younger, was wearing work boots and we were at my friend's farm out Ouch. near tipton missouri and we had found an old uh, horseshoe and i put it on a wire and i think we were is like uh, near dusk and we had a campfire going yeah and i uh 
put the horseshoe in the fire uh, because I was going to brand uh, a piece of wood with this horseshoe. Okay. So I took it out of the fire and I stepped on it. With your shoe? <laughs> with my shoe. Now, luckily, it was a thick rubber sole. And it just melted the sole, wow. and, it, and it it warmed the bottom of my foot, but it didn't burn it, didn't blister it. Did the horseshoe stick to your shoe? Like, did it melt? Yes. So you were walking around with one horseshoe. Yes. Well, guess well, guess who was really pissed? The horse that the shoe was attached to. Hello. Zinga! Wow. So the worst thing you ever stepped on was a red hot horseshoe out of a fire. Well, I didn't want to be common. I'm I'm sure I've I've stepped on a nail, but I can't. And necessarily remember the time and event. Well, then don't fabricate this. We don't want your right, lies. That's the, that's the most interesting thing I could think of. Well, pass it around, and maybe you'll think of something else as we go. But what was the worst? No, that's great. But you said there might be something else, so we're, we're intrigued. We don't want your lies. What, what was the worst thing you ever stepped on? I think the worst thing I ever stepped on was a Vanguard plane during ticketless <laughs> seating. That I... <laughs> Had to sit in one of those fold-down seats that are normally for an extra pilot who's hitching along. And, uh, uh, I still dream about that day. Wake oh, up, I wake up screaming and sweating. No Kevin? Wow, no tickets. How about you? Worst thing you ever stepped on? Stepped on? I mean, I stepped in them. Uh, I had a pair of cranberry loafers I threw out <laughs> a little while ago. <laughs> Where are they? I tossed them. Oh, Put put the cans out front last week, so that was the last wow. I saw of those things. I thought it smelled like coffee grinds in here. <laughs> These guys are listeners, They're H. Listener. H. Right. Reese. Uh, here we go with the Reese, next question. That was a great, great uh, round of answers. Here's the next one. Um, if given the choice, David Keckner yep. from Anchorman 2, Deuce. would you rather wash an 85-year-old lady by hand or sleep with a prosthetic leg on your face? Which would you rather do, sir? Can I ask questions about, yep. Yep. is you it can. a heavy prosthetic leg? Is it new? Is it dirty? It's kind of dirty. It had a, a nub in it that was sweaty, maybe a little fungus. I'd like to wash that old lady, please. Wow. Good answer. Thanks. Guys? I also have a contextual question. Yes, no, no problem, because this is tough. I, I understand you have questions. Would or could the old lady have a prosthetic leg, in which case I figure it's win-win to go with a lady. So you're, you're doubling it up. Yeah. Yes, well, sir, it can. All right, because given to, it's, it's kind of like you can't lose either way. I'm going with the lady with the peg leg. But that would indicate that while you were bathing her, in order to have her peg leg on your she face while you be. sleep, you would be falling asleep while you were bathing her which could lead to her drowning. Are you okay with that? Uh, okay with. That's what you want. That That's the direction okay. I'd be heading. Yeah. So I would say I would sleep on the one-legged, under the one-legged old lady while <laughs> she, she washing her undercarriage. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I don't, this doesn't take a lot of thought. I'm sleeping with the 85-year-old lady. You are. Wait, no, it's bathing this 85-year-old oh, lady. You know what? I screwed that question up. <laughs> no, he that was a statement. Okay. He's sleeping with an 85-year-old lady. Oh, he's just, okay. He's for, okay, sorry. Who is she? Uh, my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me ask you this, because I've always wanted to meet a guy who had an 85-year-old girlfriend. After making love, does she leave baked goods on the night table or anything interesting? After, during, before. So She's, what? She just bakes and bakes. And what, bakes. What, what does she leave? Like, give me like apple crumble. What? What's yeah, there? Yeah, great apple crumble. Uh, she's really good with uh, cake. You know, like you know how cakes aren't very good anymore. Yeah, anymore, yeah. Made from they scratch, used to be they're good. Really yeah. great. Yeah, like because the, there's so much of the stuff that everyone uses now is processed. But an 85 year old woman, they don't use any of that stuff. So have you ever had like a two hour love making session? You finally pull out of her, and on the night table, there's a steaming lemon loaf. It starts with a steaming lemon loaf. Oh, it's that takes two hours, and then for a few minutes we make love. I love it. Good answers, guys. Uh, now this next one is called the quickie round. It's a yes or no answer. All right. Uh, so you don't even have to embellish. Uh, quickie, yes or no? Do bats use their sonar to give people orgasms? Yes. No. No. Guys, I hate to say it, Corky's right. Wow, that's Corky is right. Have that's... you had one? Has that happened to you? Because no. obviously you're the only guy that said yes. So when and where did this happen? Uh, once I was on a farm when I was younger. Okay, with a horseshoe on a your horseshoe. foot. Yeah, <laughs> a white hot horseshoe melting in the rubber sole of my boot, and yeah. I heard these bats a yeah. posse a cowboy posse of bats came shrieking by i popped a boner and released <laughs> dude i was joking dude oh whoa dude what do you want to maybe like just say you were joking right now just so people don't you can cut that right well no that's that's going to be under the credits. I don't know, but that was so real, though. Like, it was like, I usually try to peel open the doors and get into who people really are on this part. And you just, that was a bit weird, dude. All right, let me tell you something. When I'm in your presence, I am your onion. Whoa. Peel me how you wish. Wow. Your onion, huh? Yeah. Wow. What kind, like Spanish or? What do you like, Vidalia? What what did you say about my Vidalia? You may have a posse, but I have a Vidalia, so up yours, bat jerker. You have a beautiful Vidalia. <laughs> by the way, that's a new car coming out by Chrysler <laughs> later this year, the Vidalia. I thought it was an airline. Oh, really? No, you're thinking of Verizon or whatever. Didn't you fly Verizon, meet your wife on Verizon Air or something? <laughs> what? Oh, that's another made-up story. Um, hey, let's go to something that we did together recently. Let's talk about Steady and Shake. Let's do it. Because it was historical. Yeah. Uh, just let me set it up. Steady and Shakes was a, a buddy cop show that David came up with about three years ago in Vancouver. And uh, he convinced me that we should do this cop show about two cops, one who's steady and one who trembles all the time. And I kept telling him, no, it's crazy. He kept pushing, and we finally did it, and it was a huge hit. Tell people the format and, <laughs> and all that stuff. Well, uh, I'd never done Vine, and I saw it became very popular. And I do, I, I'm on Twitter. I, I know you are, too. Yeah. It's kind of like we have to, right? We don't really have a choice yet to have that social media presence. Yeah. I guess you don't have to. but uh, So Instagram came out with a 15-second clip that you could – uh, shoot on your phone yeah and so 
some friends of mine had an idea like, well, oh, I know what it was. I said, oh, this is perfect. Let's start doing Steady and Shakes episodes. Yeah. And basically it's just 15 seconds of some ridiculous thing like, uh-oh, we've got a, uh, we're two police officers. We've got to defuse this bomb. And then we cut to you and you're, you're just shaking. I'm shakes. Yes, because you're, you're, you make me laugh so hard. <clears throat> and so we were working with my friends uh, Joe and James, and they said, we kept coming up with all these scenarios. They said, you guys have enough for a movie. So we decided to make an Instagram movie. And it was the first Instagram movie, first right? First Instagram movie. In history. <laughs> and we got all this press. We got it USA Today. And it was all. crazy. People went nuts for it. Here's the other thing. We had like 13 different 15-second scenarios we were going to do. Yeah. And you were headed. we had to do it on a Sunday. Yeah. You were headed to the Montreal Comedy Festival. Then you were going to be gone fishing for a, a month. Yeah. Um, but before that, I was leaving the next day to go on an eight-day road trip with my family in an RV. Yeah. So we thought this would take no time at all because you had to do everything in real time. The music has to be real time. Yeah. The special effects have to be real time. Fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. But yeah. it was it would, took a lot longer than we thought. It was like four hours. And oh. so we didn't finish the movie. We got about halfway through, and I thought, oh, shit, I've got to pack the motor home. We've got to quit. We've got to go. It's nighttime. We ran out of daylight. Yeah. So the question is, well, before I ask this, where can people see Steady and Shakes? If you're on Instagram, you can go to Harlan Williams yeah. or David Kechner. Follow David Kechner and Harlan Williams on Instagram. You can see the, the buddy cop movie or episodic show, whatever it is, uh, Steady and Shakes right there. And then the big question I'm, I was waiting to ask, are we going to finish it? Are we going to do the second half? We should, right? Let's uh, let's lay that down, buddy. We don't right. want to disappoint the fans. We have all the the scenarios written out. Well, there was even a fire. There was a burning building. There was burning a lot of this. building. A this baby was thrown yeah. out. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. And uh, you know, you you proved me right. You proved me wrong. I was said, "This is crazy. Who's going to watch this?" And then everyone showed up. I know it's great. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Good job. So Steady and Shakes on Instagram, or uh, I bet it's it's circulating on YouTube and stuff, too. I have a YouTube channel called Full on Keckner. They can see it there. Good. And yeah. I have it on my uh, Harlan Williams uh, YouTube channel, oh, too. Great. So you can see it there. Cross-pollinate. Yeah. And subscribe, subscribe to both, folks. Subscribe to both. Yeah. And, uh, and what's your Twitter handle? Just at David Keckner, which is K-O-E-C-H-N-E-R. See, that's what I mean. If it was just it quirky. Is, right? You're uh, right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Well, hey, we've covered a lot of ground. Um, this has been fun. And now we're down to, we're near the end of the podcast, but we're going to go out big okay. with the game, the new podcast game called Too Soon or Not Too Soon. All right. Are you ready for this? Here on the Harlan Highway. Here on the Harlan Highway. There's four questions, guys. Buckle up, folks. And you can each have a stab at answering them. Just so you know, folks, if you're trying to follow along on the voices, you know mine. And Noah has the deep, resonant voice. He's the one in the wool suit. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then Kevin, of course, has typically been the the third-person answer. I just want to let people frame this in their minds as to... (laughs) Coca-Cola, proud sponsors of Too Soon or Not Too Soon. That <laughs> was awesome. Yes. Yes. <laughs> these are great guys. I came up with these guys. We started, uh, I, I, I started show business, whatever, 25 years ago. These were the first characters I ran into. Oh, and, cool. Uh, so you guys are real old buddies. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's great. Some of my oldest friends. I love that. Yeah. Love that. Makes so, me feel irrelevant as one of your newer friends, so that thanks was, for that. That was my point. 
Yeah. All right, here we go, ladies and Snurgle Flargans. Too soon or not too soon? Four questions. Let's see how these gentlemen do. We've got David, Noah, and Kevin. Are you ready, guys? Yes. Here we go. Um, too soon or not too soon is the name of the game. Here's our first question. Um, a guy runs into a graveyard with an American flag on a pole and slams it into the ground over first man on the moon, Neil Armstrong's grave. Too soon or not too soon? I would be disappointed if it hasn't been done already. Not too soon. Well, it's time that the sham of the moon landing was exposed. It happened in a, uh, a sound studio in Beverly Hills. So I think not soon enough. Wow, okay. Definitely not soon enough. I want to see the guy do it. So not too soon, and I want to see that fist come right out of the ground and punch that guy square in the chops. Wow, so three not too soon? Yeah. Guys, I hate to say this. You're all wrong. <laughs> too soon. Too soon, guys. Whoa, too all right. soon. Thank you. Neil Armstrong, flag and grave. Guys, too soon. Yeah. You're, you're a newly minted American. Three years, citizen? Yeah. So I, I get it. I like it. You're, you're a good patriot. I'm wrong about those bad orgasms, too. Yeah. What kind of jeans were you wearing when you had the bad orgasm? Were they like Calvin Klein designers? or No, they were probably just your standard Levi's or perhaps Wrangler. Or maybe just a knockoff brand. Probably more, more likely a knockoff brand of some kind. Is that going to help you later? No, that's going into the bloopers at the end. Probably the last one, the one where we... All right, next question. Here we go, guys. Are you ready? Yeah. You go to see Les Miserables on Broadway. Mm-hmm. You request a balcony seat and arrive at the theater dressed as Abraham Lincoln's assassin, John Wilkes Booth. Too soon or not too soon? Well, I would stand up and exclaim, hey, I had ticketless seats for my American cousins. What's going on here? But wait, too soon or not too soon? Uh, too soon. Still too soon. Okay. Uh, well, uh, had had the had had I shown up and planted a French flag in in Victor Hugo's grave, I would say too soon. As it is, I'd say not too soon. It's simply too soon. Uh, this is only a hundred and fifty years or so have gone by since this has happened, and I don't think it's any any anything to mock, and certainly nothing to interrupt a wonderful show like Les Miserables. Kevin, you are right, sir. Corky, you are right. Noah, I'm sorry, you're wrong two for two. Gentlemen, the answer to that question is too soon. Too soon. Way too soon. Okay. Here we go. So it's one, one, zero. (laughs) Here we go. You got two more questions, guys. All right. Here we go. And they don't get easier. Here's question three. You buy a sleeping bag at Walmart, Mm -hmm. climb inside and do a half dozen Dairy Queen Brazier Burger farts, and then stuff your children inside and zip it closed. Is it too soon or not too soon? Too soon. That's cruelty to pigs. And uh, I'm claustrophobic, and I'm sure they would be too. Okay. Noah? I've been pronouncing it Brazier Burger all these years, oh, but no. I also think it's it's too soon. Kev? Too soon. That episode of Toddlers and Tierras aired last night. 
Wow, a three for three. Can we say it all together? Guys, that answer is too, too soon. soon. Yeah, good one. You're on the board, Noah. <laughs> You're on the board. I don't know if you can catch up. Let's see what happens with the last and the hardest question. I do believe it is, in fact, impossible for him to catch up unless you award him <laughs> bonus points which we won't so okay. you're done but please enjoy the last question <laughs> wow that that could change things here we go guys the last question too soon or not too soon you see madonna at a fancy seafood restaurant you grab a small hammerhead shark out of the fish tank and start singing like a virgin while you fuck the shark in the salad bar oh, too soon or not too soon? And I can read it again if you need help. I'm going to say it's too soon. I've just met the shark. Nice. Nice answer. Yeah, I would never fuck a shark in a salad bar. I always fuck a shark in the ass. Uh, so I would say too soon. Too soon. Definitely too soon. I've only been to this restaurant once. <laughs> Gentlemen, three for three on that answer. Too way too way soon. Way too soon. Too soon. Too soon. So I think Corky, you might have won because you got three correct answers. Kevin got no. You got Kevin got two. Noah got one. one. Two. Two. So you and Kevin tied. Wow, Corky. Well, you did it, guy. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. I feel like I uh, I've shown up as a good uh, older brother. Uh, I've, I've 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 represented the family very well. The good Williams man. family. Good man. And, Racer. And I can't think of a better way to wrap up the uh, the podcast here mm. today. Before we go, though, uh, I want to remind everybody, uh, Anchorman 2 with uh, David Koechner, just one of the funniest guys on the planet, ladies and gentlemen, and he's going to rip it up in this movie. Uh, it comes out December 20. December 20. Please go see it. And, uh, David, give the folks your information for your uh, your website, your right. YouTube channel, My all that. My phone number is 818. Whoa. 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 Too soon. Follow, Too soon. Follow me on Twitter, at David Keckner. Go to uh, YouTube, full-on Keckner. Uh, Great like, videos, by the way, on good there. Good videos. Yeah. Good fun. Cats hitting guys in the balls. Uh, yes, Harlan, thank you very much. Follow me on Twitter at David Koechner, K-O-E-C-H-N-E-R, and uh, also uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Full On Koechner. Nice, nice. Noah, do you want to plug anything before we wrap it up, buddy? Yeah, my YouTube channel, uh, Get a Load of Noah, will be uh, available online as soon as I create it. Nice, nice. Kev? Uh, if you haven't, go out to your theaters. Uh, if you're of the appropriate agency, we're the Millers. I have a small part in that film. Uh, thank you, uh, Kevin. Thank you, Noah. And uh, David Keckner, ladies and gentlemen. Again, go see him in Anchorman 2. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, congratulations on winning uh, Too Soon or Not Too Soon, buddy. It's got to feel good. And uh, it's a pleasure to have all three of you here, David and his, his uh, hot posse. Great times, good laughs, good friends. And uh, don't forget, as well as uh, checking out David's stuff, uh, don't forget uh, if you're Canadian and you have a TV, uh, don't forget that my new sitcom package deal uh, airs on September 30th, 8.30s, Monday night on City. And uh, it's a really funny new sitcom with uh, myself, 
uh, Pamela Anderson, Eugene Levy, uh, really good times. So my Canadian brethren, please uh, check it out. And if you're in the Knoxville, Tennessee area this coming weekend, oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to be at a comedy club called Side Splitters, and uh, you can go to harlemwilliams.com and reserve your tickets now because it's going to get packed in there, man. Um, and don't forget, visit harlemwilliams.com, our store. We have books, uh, DVDs, T-shirts, movies, comedy specials, all that stuff. Uh, you can write me at harlowilliams.com, or if you want to leave a, a wacky phone message, 323-739-4330. Uh, and you can check me out at Harlan Williams, my Twitter account. Um, and also, yeah, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, and that's it, guys. Thanks for being here. Uh Let's uh, let's say goodbye and then stick around at the end because, as I promised, uh, I've got to play the bloopers back. So we've got a blooper reel. So enjoy the bloopers. Thanks for being here. Thanks, David Keckner. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. I'm taking this vest off. Hope you guys don't mind it. This is absolutely the last time I'm waking up this early for you. These bats, a posse, a cowboy posse of bats came shrieking by. I popped a boner and released. No, they were probably just your standard Levi's or perhaps Wrangler or maybe just a knockoff brand. Probably more, more likely a knockoff brand of some kind. Is that going to help you later? Oh, that's going into the <laughs>